Good morning, TGP. Let's stand together today and give God some praise this morning. Welcome. We worship you, Jesus. We've waited for this day. We've waited for this day. We're gathered in your name. We're calling out to you. Fire, awakening desire will burn our hearts with truth. Oh, you're the reason. You're the reason we're here. You're the reason we're singing. Open up the heavens. We want to see. We want to see you. Open up the floodgates. A mighty river flowing from your heart, filling every part of our praise. Presence in this place. Your glory. Your glory on our face. We're looking to the sky. Descending like a cloud, you're, you're standing with us now, Lord, unveil our eyes. You're the reason. And you're the reason we're here. Well, tell them this morning, you're the reason. And you're the reason we're singing. Open up, open up the heavens. We want to see you open up the floodgates, a mighty river. Flowing from your heart, filling every part of our praise. Yes, Lord. Well, let's tell, show us your glory. Father, we come this morning to see your glory, to experience your power. We worship you, Jesus. Show us, show us your glory, Lord. Come on, show us your glory. Show us, show us your glory. Show us, show us your power. Show us, show us your glory, Lord. Show us your glory. Show us, show us your glory. Show us, show us your power. Show us, show us your glory, Lord. Wanna open up the heavens, Lord? Open up the heavens. We wanna see you open up the floodgates. A mighty river flowing from your heart, filling every part of our praise. Open up the heavens, come on. Open up the heavens. We want to see you. We want to see you. Open up the floodgates. A mighty river flowing from your heart and filling every part of our praise. Yeah. Come on, give the Lord a clap offering of praise today. Aren't you glad to be in the house of the Lord today? We want to welcome you to, to the gathering place. That we're going to have a good time in the Lord today. Why don't you share this feed with somebody that you love that needs a word from the Lord? Then just tell them that God is good. Come on, everybody. Hallelujah. We worship you this morning, Jesus. Yes, Lord. 
worship you today. We glorify your name. Oh. Here we go. I want to scream it out. And I want to scream it out from every mountain top. Your goodness knows no bounds. Your goodness never stops. Your mercy follows me. Your kindness fills my life. Your love amazes me. And I sing because you are good. And I dance because you are good. And I shout because you are good. You are good to me. Yes, you are. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. You've been so good. Oh, nothing and no one. Nothing and no one comes anywhere close to you. The earth and oceans only reflect. Only reflect this truth. And in my darkest night, you shine as bright as day. Your love amazes me. Come on, I sing. And I sing because you are good. And I dance because you are good. And I shout because you are good. You are good to me. All across Southeast Texas. And I sing because oh, you are good. And I dance because you are good. And I shout because you are good. You are good to me. And with the cry of praise, my heart will, my heart will proclaim, proclaim that you are good. You are good. In the sun or rain, my life celebrates. Come on. That you are good. That you are good. In the sun and in the sun or rain. My life celebrates. Come on. You are good. You are good. My heart will proclaim that you are good. You are good. Come on, I sing. And I sing because you are good. And I dance because. You are good, and I shout because you are good. You are good to me, and I sing because you are good, and I dance because you are good, and I shout because you are good. You are good to me, and I sing, and I shout. Come on, and I shout. Say you are. You are good to me. And, and I, I sing. And, and I shout. <laughs> and, and I dance. Oh, come on. You are good. You, you are, are good. good. You, you are good, good to me. me. Come on. Has he been good to you? Hallelujah. Why don't you drop it in the comments that God is good all the time. 
Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you for your goodness today. Hallelujah, Lord. We bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. We honor you, Lord. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. And when the darkness falls, it won't prevail. The God I serve knows only how to triumph. And my God will never fail. Come on, tell somebody, my God will never fail. My God will never fail. I'm going to see a victory. Come on, tell them. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. going to see. I'm gonna see a victory. Well, prophesy this I'm morning. I'm gonna see a victory. Battle belongs. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. Battle belongs to the Lord. Yes, it does. There's power in the mighty name of Jesus. On every war, and every war he wages, he will win. I'm not backing down from any giant. I know how this story Come on, say, I know how this story ends. Yes, I know how this story ends. Come on, declare it. I'm going to see a victory. Yeah. The battle belongs. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. Gonna see. I'm gonna see a victory. Yes, we are. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle. For the battle belongs yeah. to you, Lord. Yeah, I'm gonna see. Come on, prophesy over your life. Prophesy over your family. Gonna see a victory. Yeah. But the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. Come on, tell him. Well, speaking over your situation right now. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Come on, everybody, come on, across Southeast Texas. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. Come on, we prophesy today. You take, yes, you do. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. Come on, he's doing that right now for you. Yes, he is. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. And I'm going to see a victory. And I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. 
the sea of victory. For the battle. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. Yeah. And I'm going to see a victory. Yeah. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle. For the battle belongs Come on, get it in your spirit today. You're going to see. I'm going to see a victory. Turn it for good. Come on, tell me. You turn it for good. We decree a thing this morning. You take. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take, you take, yes you do. You take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. And you turn it for good. That's what God is doing for you right there where you are this morning. He's making all things new. He's turning bad situations into good situations. The God of the possible is stepping into impossible situations for you today come on tell somebody god's working for me come on god's working for me he is he is in the standing in the gap he is making things new getting things prepared you're moving into the greatest days these are the glory days these aren't the days of doom and gloom the enemy wants you to believe the 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 false prophets the enemy wants you to believe a negative report but the devil is a liar. God still sits on his throne. He's still in control. And he has great plans for your life. We're going to pray here in a moment. If you have a prayer request, I want to invite you this morning to drop it in the comments. If you're watching on Facebook, if you're watching online on our website, you can email us, uh, connect at tgp.church. We're going to pray for you today. Father, we thank you, Lord, for each person that is watching this broadcast this morning. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you've given us an opportunity to gather even online across Southeast Texas in our homes and in our communities. Father, we thank you that the church isn't closed, but it's still open and it's still functioning like you've called it to. Father, we thank you for each person that's watching today. Father, I know, I know that you know each need, every specific thing that needs to be accomplished. And Father, by your supernatural power, I thank you that you're stepping in in this moment and you're, you're, you're healing bodies, you're meeting needs. Miracles are being released over the airwaves, Father, and we thank you for it today. We thank you, Lord, that breakthrough is here. Breakthrough is ours. You are the God of breakthrough, and we thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I want you to comment below and say, I am blessed. Tell somebody that you're blessed. Hallelujah. We bless you, explode Father. into the night sky lighting up the darkness, reminding us of our nation's calling in the world. One nation under God. We look into the sky and remember that for all the freedom we have to celebrate, we must never forget our dependence on God. It was by His hand we were afforded our independence. So we might stand for liberty, remembering He set us free from the bondage of sin. So we might stand for justice, 
For the Lord loves justice, and He will not forsake His saints. So we might stand for freedom, because we know that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. We thank you, God, for the beautiful gift of our country. May we always depend on you to sustain us. We're so glad that you're joining us today. Welcome to the Gathering Place. For everyone that's our church family, I just want to say how much I love you. So blessed to be a part of this family with you. We're praying for you. Again, if you have a prayer request, a prayer need, drop it in the comments. If you're on Facebook, if you're watching on our website, connect at tgp.church. Just send us an email, connect at tgp.church. I believe God is going to speak to your heart today, minister life to you. Listen, God is still working. God is still moving. The doors are still open in the church. God's still doing a new thing. And so we're going to stay yielded and we're going to stay open to what he is doing in this season. I do have one announcement and then we're going to flow in the Holy Ghost. Uh, beginning tomorrow, our gather groups will, will relaunch uh, at 630 tomorrow. Our women will meet together on Zoom and also there'll be a live feed going into our, our, our membership only uh, page. And so if you uh, all the ladies want you to join us at 630. I believe we're doing, we're going to be teaching from the gospel of John. And then of course the men are Tuesday night at 630, the young adults Thursday night at 630. And it's just going to be a great time of discipleship, equipping and empowering to you to become all that God has created you to become. You're a, you're a minister, you're a preacher, you're an evangelist, you're a prophet, you're an apostle, you're to do the works of ministry. And so we want to empower you and release you to do that. Amen. And so join us um, throughout the week this week uh, in one of those gather groups. We hope you can spend some time with us for about 30 minutes to an hour. It's important that you connect. It's important that you we grow uh, in, in this relationship with our King. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going we're gonna to continue our series on Revival Hubs. And, man, I'm excited for what God is saying, for what God is doing. We are, we are in a t- special time, a strategic time, of ministry in America and all around the world. God is doing something fresh and new. God is moving by his power. And I love this song we just sang, that God takes bad things and he turns them into good things. And how many of you know today that I don't know what you're going through? You may be going through something. You know, you may know somebody like I do who has COVID-19. You may know someone who's going through a financial problem. You may know someone who needs a miracle. God is here. The breaker is here and he's stepping into this moment right now and he's he's stepping and releasing miracle working power. Aren't you glad today? Aren't you glad that he knows your name? Aren't you glad that he's got your number? Aren't you glad that he knows what's going on and he can step in and change a thing? Hallelujah. We're going to declare this again. You take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Come on, sing that with us. You take. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Come on, sing it in your homes. You take. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it. So when he's doing that right now, let's say it again. You take, you take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. And we're gonna see, 
And I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. Want to hear the word of the Lord today? I'm going to see a victory. Yes, you are. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. Want to sing that again? I'm going to see. I'm going to see a victory. Yes, you are. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. going to see. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. Come on, you take what the enemy, let's say it today, you take. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Can we say it over you today? You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take what the enemy meant. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take one more time. Come on, you take. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Because you've been so good. 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 Come on, tell them you've been. You've been so good. You've been so good. You've been. And you've been so good. You've been so good. You've been so good, and you've been so good, and you've been so good, you've been so good, and you've been so good, you've been so good, and I'm gonna see a victory, I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I want you to just lift your hands right where you are right now and just begin to receive the goodness of the Lord. I know many of you are facing different realities, but guess what? There's a heaven reality. There's a heavenly perspective. And God is working all things today for you. You're going to see a victory. Victory is yours. Jesus went to the cross of Calvary, paid the ultimate price so that you could live and walk in victory all the days of your life. You have victory. Come on, say, I have victory. Come on, say, I am victory. Come on, say, I receive victory. Today's my day of victory. Father, we thank you today. Come on, lift your hands one more time across the airwaves. Father, we thank you for victory this morning. We thank you for breakthrough today. We thank you, Father. Going to see a victory. 
going to experience in life. We're going to experience an outpouring of your spirit. We're going to, we're going to experience all that you have for us. Oh, we press in this morning. We press in this morning. Oh, we worship you this, this day. We thank you, God. We thank you, Lord, because we're going to see a victory. And we declare right now the cases of COVID go down in Jesus' name. We release healing over the airwaves this morning. Father, we thank you that your healing, your miracle working power is being released and released into every single home today. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that healing waters flow this morning, that the power of the Holy Spirit be released across the airwaves this morning, God. Impact every heart, impact every mind, impact every family, every every business person, every student, Father, every mom, every dad. Father, go, we thank you, Lord, that you're going into, into secret places, God. You're going into, in, into secret places, God, and touching the hearts of people today. Father, we thank you for it. Father, we thank you for it. Right now, Lord, we just worship you. Come on, there's somebody watching right now. You've got ringing in your right ear. God's touching you right now. Right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. Father, we thank you for it. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, come on, press in for just a moment. Come on, press in with me for just a moment. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. Yeah, you take. Come on, so we speak it out today. You turn it for Come on, you take everybody. Oh, you take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Come on, declare it over your house. Yeah. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Yes, you take law. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Come on, keep on saying that. Come on, keep on saying it. Someone with back pain, the, on the, the, the uh, lower back, the Lord's touching you right now. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Touch your people today. Touch your people today. You take what the enemy meant. To, come on, say it, everybody. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. One more time, you take. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your word today. Father, and as we move forward in this moment, Lord, we thank you, Lord. You're touching and healing bodies. You're touching and healing minds. Your arms of love are wrapping around those that need your love today. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to be in Ezekiel chapter number one today. Ezekiel chapter one. We're going to. We're going to go into part two of our message on revival hubs. And then we're going to move back into a time of worship and ministry to you. So stick, stick around. Don't, don't change the channel. Don't church hop this morning. God has a word for you. God has a word for you today. Ezekiel chapter number one. And last week 
we started a series on revival hubs and and we started this series because this is who we are as a church we're a revival hub we're a place we're a gathering place for all people that can come and experience god's power god's presence god's touch upon their life we welcome those from different walks backgrounds different walks of life to come and experience a touch from god we are a gathering place for all people of all backgrounds we we're a place of encounter we're a place of hope and healing we're a place of encouragement and empowerment we're a place of activation and impartation we're a place of freedom i want to uh review real fast last week we talked from ezekiel chapter number 10 and we saw where in verse number 19 of ezekiel 10 where the glory of god leaves the temple leaves the church it hovered over the threshold for a season like god was saying give me one more chance give me an opportunity giving us the people an opportunity to, to repent and to change our ways and go into another direction. But people in that passage were busy doing church, playing church, doing what they wanted to do. And the Shekinah glory of God wanted to, to stay, but it was on the way out the door because of, of, um, of, of the fact that, um, nobody paused nobody gave the glory an opportunity so the Bible says the glory of the Lord paused over the door of the temple, paused, giving them time to rep- return to repentance. But Ezekiel was the only person who saw the glory standing over the threshold of the church. And God is speaking to us as a church to steward the glory, to steward his presence, to host his presence. When we began the gathering place, we began um, on Saturday nights hosting the presence of God. We had short meetings, then we had long meetings. And God moved by his power, moved by his glory. We saw uh, souls saved. We saw bodies healed. We saw things happen in the realm of the spirit that most churches don't see happen in their whole tenure. And God was saying, I want you to produce a revival hub. I want you to produce a glory center, an apostolic center that releases people into their destiny that releases people into their flow last week we said revival hubs produce revival zones we said these hubs are gathering places for hungry people hurt people lost people sick people it's a place for all people all people we said that last week that a hub is the central part of a wheel from which the spokes radiate it's the central part of a wheel from where the spokes radiate. We said that each spoke represents a different administration or a different flow. It represents you. It represents your ministry. It represents what you bring to the table. It represents the anointing upon your life. It represents all of us together going in the same direction, doing the same thing under one vision. We gave you an example and said the hub is the headquarters and from out of that place the river or the administration of the ministry flows we defined a zone and we said a zone is an area having a particular characteristic purpose or use you have a particular characteristic you have a particular purpose 
You have a particular use that God has called you to do, to call you to become in your life. You are a revival zone. You are a revival person of revival. You are a person of glory. So that for this specific setting today, for this specific teaching, I want to say this, that from this hub, this center, we produce zones or spokes that have a specific God-given purpose to bring forth heaven's agenda upon the earth. That is what TGP does. We are a hub that produces revival zones that release glory into the community. You release the presence of God into our community. Now we're going to go into Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 16. Ezekiel 1 and verse 16. And I'm not going to go, I'm not going to read the entire thing. Um, but this is a, a picture once again of Ezekiel seeing glory. It's the picture. This is this vision is seen um, in chapter one, and it's also seen in chapter number 10 that we read earlier. But I'm going to begin in verse number 16. And it says in verse 16, the appearance of the wheels and their workings was like the color of barrel, and all had four, and all four had the same likeness. And the appearance of their workings was as it were a wheel in the middle of a wheel. So we see this vision, like I said, in chapter 1 and in chapter 10. And in chapter 10, we see where it mentions living creatures. And these living creatures are identified in both chapters uh, as cherubim. And the wheels in both chapters represent the presence of Almighty God. The Bible says that they work as wheels within a wheel. So let's go to verse 17. And it says, and when they moved, they went toward any one of four directions. And they did, they did not turn aside when they went. Verse 18, and as for their rims, they were so high, they were awesome. And their rims were full of eyes all around the four of them. And I want let's stop there and talk for a minute. We're living in the year 2020. And a lot of prophets have called it the year of vision, the year of clarity. <clears throat> and I'm reminded, Proverbs 29 and 18 says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision, the people perish. And so in the year of 2020, it's important to understand what God is saying and what God is doing. God wasn't surprised by COVID-19. God wasn't surprised by what's going on in your life. God wasn't surprised. And so the enemy comes to steal. The enemy comes to destroy. The enemy comes to distract. The enemy comes to get you uh, your vision clouded. He comes to get your vision off. But the devil is a liar. This is the year of clarity. This is the year of vision. This is the year of purpose. Even though it seems like right now our nation is divided, God says release a vision. God says to release a thing. God says to decree a thing. And so God says rise up and speak forth vision and clarity into this nation, into this state into our community, into our family, into this church, into your business. Without vision, people perish. God says, figure out what your vision is if you don't have a vision. Get a vision. Get in my presence. Obtain a vision of my word. Get your vision, get my vision on the inside of you so that you can move forward in this new era of glory, in this new era of ministry. This is a season of revival. This is a season of outpouring. And God says, in this season, get a new vision. Come on, type it in the comments. I'm going to get me a vision. Come on, I'm not going to perish. I'm going to get me, I'm going to get a hold of God's vision for my life. Hallelujah. Vision is important. What is God's vision? 
for my family, for my business, for my life? What is God speaking to me? What is God saying to my family? What is God saying to my church? What is God saying to me individually? Whatever he's saying to you this morning, speak it forth, decree a thing, declare a thing, and watch God work on your behalf. You got to learn to speak it into existence. You got to learn to write it down. You got to learn to declare a thing. You got to know that God is for you and not against you. Hallelujah. God wants to release fresh vision into your life this morning. Hallelujah. So let's look down at verse number 19 of the same chapter of Ezekiel 1. And it says, and when the living creatures went, the wheels went beside them. And when the living creatures were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up. And wherever the spirit wanted to go, they went because the because there's because there the spirit went. And the wheels were lifted together with them. For the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. Verse 21. And when those went, these went. And when those stood, these stood. And when those were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up together with them. For the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. Now I'm going to talk to you today about Revival Hubs today, part two. If somebody will grab me my wheel, please. And so we're going to talk about Revival Hubs. And what is God saying? What is God saying for our church, to our church? What's God releasing for such a time as this? God is saying that he wants us to become a revival hub. You see, in the center of this is a hub. It's the center of the wheel. And in there from the wheel, the spokes radiate, as I've stated before. But this represents movement. This represents life. This represents vision. This represents what God is saying to our church today. And the Bible says in Ezekiel chapter 1 that wherever the Spirit wanted to go, they went. Wherever the Spirit wanted to go, they went. And so what we're saying as TGP is wherever the Spirit wants to go, we're going to go because we're a hub, because we, we flow in the direction of the Spirit. We stay focused on what God is saying to our region and to us individually. We don't get off course. We stay the course. Somebody comment below, but I'm going to stay the course. God is saying in this season, don't get off balance. Stay the course. Dig into the word. Listen to the word. Meditate on my word. I will give you vision. I will give you insight. I will give you strategy for the days to come. Don't get focused on doom and gloom, says the Lord, but be focused on my glory. Be focused on my spirit. Be focused on my presence, and I'll do a thing in your life. Hallelujah. But the Bible says that wherever the, the spirits went, wherever the spirit of God went, the wheels went that direction. It said, when those went, these went. When those stood, those stood. And when those were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up together with them. And the, the spirit of God was in the wheels. Now, what is the spirit of the living creature? Now, I did some study. I did some research to find out. Because this has always been a weird uh, story, a weird uh, prophetic vision that Ezekiel had. And I've never understood it. But I had to do some research. And uh, um, as defined in the strongest concordance, the word spirit, of course, in this passage, I mean ruach. This is the wind. This is the breath, the spirit of God. This is the prophetic spirit. This is the Holy Spirit. Then we went down and I said, well, what, is, uh, 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 what does the word creature mean in the strongs? And the word creature means che, C-H-A-Y, C-H-A-Y. And that simply means here, um, it means means alive. It means flowing fresh. It means sustenance. It means revival. It means renewal. And it means community. Then I said, okay, well then what does the word will mean? And the, 
The will, uh, the word will in this passage is word ophon, and it means to revolve. And of course, we know revolve means to move in a circle. It means to rotate. And so the Lord is saying, I want a free flowing spirit led will in my church today that will flow with me, that will go with me, that will go with me wherever I go and do whatever I do and say whatever I say. I want my church to become the hands and my feet. I want my church to release a sound. I want my, my church to be Holy Spirit led. In other words, the presence of the Lord must be your focus in your life. If you're going to be a revival hub, if you're going to be a person of revival, you're going to have to learn to be Holy Spirit led at all times. You can't focus on everything else. You can't focus on what she did or what he didn't do. You got to be focused on the presence of God. The presence of God can fix anything. Hallelujah. You got to be led by the spirit. And as a revival hub, we must be led by the spirit. In other words, we can't be focused on programs. It doesn't mean programs are not important. We believe programs are very important. That's the way you get new believers assimilated into a local body. It's the way you get people plugged into a local body. Without getting without programs, nobody will do anything. Hallelujah. And as leaders and as people of God, we got to learn to work with each other in unity. Hallelujah. We got to learn to do things that we don't want to do sometimes. We got to stay Holy Spirit led. And the church needs programs. We got to have programs. We got to have uh, uh, um, interaction as a community. And as a family, but when that, but when the program becomes more important than the presence, then we know trouble is on the horizon. And many churches today have trouble today because their program is more important than their, than his presence. And God is saying today, in this moment of COVID-19, get my presence back into your church. Get my presence back into your life. Get my presence back into your business. Get my presence back into your family. Hallelujah. Revival hubs are committed to producing Holy Spirit led encounters that see lives change and impacted by the power of God. To be a person of revival, you are a walking encounter. You are a walking presence of God. You are the glory of God. You are the power of God. You we walk into someone's life and you can bring Holy Spirit change to that person. That's why God has created you for such a time as this, not to just warm a pew, but to but to release his presence into the community around you. Hallelujah. Come on, say I'm a revivalist. And so so what so these hubs are places of encounter for all people. These these hubs, you know, previously we've had people talk about revival hubs before and it was for uh, the spirit people, it's for people who flow in the prophetic, people who who dance and wave flags and that's great and grand and we love all that. But let me tell you something, church is for people that are broke, disgusted, church are for people, hungry people, whole people, uh, healthy people and unhealthy people. Churches for everybody. Churches for people of all backgrounds. We can't limit church. We can't be a judgmental church in this season. We've got to be a church on fire that's focused on the presence of God, the, the power of God, and releasing the love of God across our community. Amen. And so we can't be just another a, a spiritual country club. we got to be a presence-driven organism, organization that's releasing God's love. Come on, somebody. So God, God doesn't doesn't mean God doesn't like programs. Doesn't mean God doesn't like uh, different ways or different flows. But God is saying, in this hour, America needs my presence. In this hour, America needs my glory. And this hour, America needs me to show up. Hallelujah. God has no respecter of persons. What he did for somebody else, he can do for you. God hasn't forgotten you. God is moving on your behalf. The prophet Joel declares that in the last days, my spirit will be poured out upon everybody. Nobody's going to be uh, uh, forgotten about. Nobody's going to be forsaken. Everyone's going to be given an opportunity to experience my love. 
my joy, my peace, my, 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 my mercy, and my grace. Everybody's going to be going to experience an encounter of my presence. This is not just for church people. This is not just for revival people. This is for everybody. Everybody in the entire world can, will encounter a sp spiritual encounter with the Holy Spirit. Everyone is entitled to an encounter. Come on, say, I'm entitled to an encounter. So in a revival hub, you got to be spirit-led. you got to be presence-driven. God's presence must be invited and sustained. If you're going to be a revivalist, if you're going to be a person of glory, then you must always invite the presence of God into your, your, into your circle, into your sphere of influence, and you're going to have to learn how to sustain uh, the presence of God, even when trouble comes. When distractions come, when fear comes, you're going to have to learn how to sustain the glory, how to sustain uh, the power of God in your life. If you're a person and one distraction or one bad thing hits you and the glory leaves, then you're going to have to learn. You have to get with somebody to teach you, how do I stand in the face of adversity? How do I stand in the face of when the enemy comes in like a flood? How do I stand in the middle of pain? You got to understand how to know how to how to when 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 pain comes how to keep on rolling. Hallelujah! We got to learn that. We got to learn that. It doesn't mean pain's not going to come because trauma is going to come, hurt's going to come, offense is going to come. But you're going to have to learn how to how to sustain the flow of God and keep the wheels turning in your life. Hallelujah! And so we see that in revival hubs that that, that these hubs are places of encounter. They're places of salvation. They're the places of supernatural deliverance and restoration. They are equipping sinners. They're places of family. Here in TGP, family is important. We like to connect relationally. God is saying in this hour, this is not the time to isolate. Yes, we may not have church on Sunday, but this is not the time to stay isolated. This is the time, even more the time now, to stay connected to spiritual family, not to church hop online, but to stay connected to your family, to stay connected to the word of God over your house. This is the season to stay connected with the flow of the Holy Spirit. Don't get disconnected in this uh, season of ministry. Revival hubs are equipping centers, they're places of family, they're places of strategy. It's a, a place of ministry, apostolic ministry and prophetic identity. It's a place of continued refreshing and outpouring of God's spirit. This is a place of outpouring. This is a place of glory. These hubs are places of prayer and intimacy. They are marked by hunger. These, this hunger will invite an outpouring in this region, in this state, and in this nation. These hubs are filled with people who have great expect expectancy, great expectancy and a hunger for God. Revival hubs also release new songs of worship and new sounds of worship. You're going to see in the coming weeks, our worship team is going to release new songs and new sounds of the Spirit. Why? Because these new sounds and these new songs of the Spirit release a flow into the earth realm, release the flow into a different flow into your life. It, it, it stretches you a little bit. It causes you to want to see things differently. It breaks containers. It breaks religious cycles. It breaks things in your life. Nobody wants to go to a boring church. Nobody wants to go to a lifeless church. We need a live church. We need a church of revival, a church of power. Revival hubs release new sounds of worship. This is known as a prophetic worship. And revival hubs, these, these, there is a sound, a heavenly sound that's being released. New sounds that can produce a new move in the earth. These hubs also embrace the full five-fold ministry. 
the apostle, prophet, pastor, evangelist, and teacher. At TGP, we embrace the fivefold. We believe the fivefold is still relevant to the body of Christ. We believe it's still relevant in America. We believe the power still flows in the fivefold. And we're going to see that more and more take place and shape in the coming years in this region and in this community, in this nation. Uh, we recognize the fivefold ministry and we honor the different administrations that each ministry represents. A revival hub is a place dedicated to personal and corporate revival and awakening. You can't come to a revival hub and not be changed. You can't come to a revival, a center of revival, and into a hub that's flowing with revival power and glory and not be touched by God. Hallelujah. You've got to, you, you've got to be touched by God when you come into a revival. It's just it's part of the, of the show. It's part of the program. And so it's a place, the revival hub is a place that gears its entire ministry around the purpose of revival, the purpose of, of the Father. Revival hubs begin with the divine call to a region and to people. We're not, at TGP, we're not just here to have good church, although that's fun. We're not here just to have a spiritual um, highs, spiritual over here to sustain a revival culture. What is a revival culture? A revival culture is, 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 um, uh, is uh, the free-flowing spirit of God that's not restricted or put in a container. The revival culture means healing, miracles, signs, and wonders. A revival culture means uh, prophetic worship. A revival culture means that you're coming to a place where you come on Sunday or whether you come on Wednesday, you're coming to a place where you can meet with a, a living, mighty, powerful God, where you get your needs met from a supernatural king who's in, who's, who's in love with you. That's a revival culture. Why is a revival hub important? Why is a revival hub important? Because people are looking for gathering places that they can connect to who will be intentional about relationships and about encountering a real and living God. People are looking. People are tired of fake church. They're tired of fake relationships. They're tired of, 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 of going to church and not connecting, going to church and not, uh, not sensing a move of God, going to church. They're looking for something. These people are looking for something in their life. They're looking for a real God who loves them and who, can, who they can connect with intentionally that can bring change into their life and into their hearts. And a lot of people in the community don't even realize the change that they need is just down the street from them. It's important. People want to be cared for by genuine, God-loving people, and they don't want to be criticized and ridiculed by so-called Christians who say they love them in one instant and stab them in the back in the next. For too long, the church has looked at somebody and said, I love you, but then turned their back and stabbed them in the back when they, when they needed real love. The, the, the Lord is sick. The Father is sick and tired of fake Christianity. Should I say that again? The Lord is sick and tired of people claiming to be saved, claiming to be filled with the Holy Spirit and not releasing his love and not releasing his power. The Father is sick of it. And the Lord is saying, you better get your heart right. You better get your mind right. Because I'm looking for, for genuine, authentic, God-fearing, loving people to release my glory into the community. And if you got some sort of hate, racism, homophobic, whatever it is, you better get it out of your heart because God is saying, I'm going to send you right to the people you can't stand. 
Hallelujah. Deal with it. Deal with it, America. Deal with the problems. Deal with it. God is saying, I'm releasing a, a flow of glory and revival, and you're either going to be in it or you're going to be out of it. And I want to be in it. But God is saying, get our hearts right. Hallelujah. Get your heart right. Friends, people are tired as church as usual. People are tired of predictable cookie cutter church as usual. They're tired of boring Christianity. I'm going to share some stats with you this morning. In recent reports, George Barna and other researchers have noted that Christianity is on a steady decline while Americans' identification with atheism continues to increase. This data shows that from 2003, just a little over one in 10 American claim to be atheist, agnostic, or of no religion, which is about 11%, while over 8 in 10 identified as being Christian. Okay? This means that this included 7% evangelicals, 33% non-evangelical born again, and 41% nominal Christian. And less than 1 in 10 affiliated with other faiths. Now, I want you to listen to this. Percentage points for all religious segments saw little to no shift from 2003 to, two, uh, to 2012. But by 2018, Christianity in the United States had witnessed a significant loss of followers from 81% in 2003 to 72% in 2018. Meanwhile, the atheist, agnostic, or no religion at all segment has seen greatest increase of all groups analyzed, nearly doubling in size from 11% in 2003 to 21% in 2018. And God knows where it's at today. They're, they're updating these stats. Ladies and gentlemen, revivalists, God-loving people, our community needs to be introduced to a non-judgmental and all-powerful and loving God. Our world needs the love of Jesus Christ. Our community needs to experience the love of our creator. Folks are dropping like flies out of church and out of Christianity because they're tired of the church playing games. They're tired of its people being fake. I'm just being real with you this morning. I'm, I'm talking because we need a move. We've got to have God's spirit. We got to have revival. We got to have a move of God come into the body of Christ. We've got to quit arguing and complaining and debating everybody. We got to quit sharing our opinion with everybody. Your opinion really doesn't matter. The only opinion that matters is the Father's opinion. And the Father's opinion is full of mercy and full of grace. Hallelujah. There are people that we know, that I know, and that you know, that need a place of encounter. They need the power of the Holy Spirit to totally consume their lives. And we, you and I, must help them. Excuse me. I'm going to read this to you. I know that today's message may be a little... Uh, thought-provoking and heart-pricking, but I just hear my heart today. God's raising up the gathering place 
and other churches across this community and across America to be revival hubs and glory centers and houses of awakening and houses of prayer that's going to release this new realm, this release of glory. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to get our hearts clean. We've got to get our hands clean. God is doing a new thing, okay? And so I'm going to read this to you. This is, this is a crazy article that I found just today that I want to share with you. Dr. Mary Healy, okay, stay with me. Dr. Mary Healy, she's the professor of scripture at Sacred Heart Major Seminary in Detroit. She says this, many people in our time are affected by a kind of spiritual numbness. Beginning from childhood, they've been overstimulated, overscheduled, overindulged, and overexposed to sexual content. They've been taught that self-fulfillment and sexual freedom and economic success are the highest values. So they often seem to have lost interest in the most important questions of life. Why do I exist? What is my mission in life? And how do I fulfill it? What is true love? And how do I find it? She continues to say many people today show indifference to these deeper questions. But no matter what, those questions are there beneath the surface. Dr. Healy notes that there's no replacement for a real encounter with God's power and the holiness of his people. She concludes and says, I've seen again and again that when we are willing to take risks in faith as we evangelize, the Lord backs us up through the power of the Holy Spirit. The gospel is a message in words that addresses the human being's capacity for truth. But it is also a message of power that brings people into a personal encounter with Jesus. Can I say in a recent study, 47% of millennials say evangelism is wrong. Let me say it again because my mic uh, came out. It said in a recent study, 47% of millennials say that evangelism is wrong. But yet Jesus, the word says, Jesus says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. So what we're seeing here, ladies and gentlemen, what we're seeing here in America is a decline of Christianity. But God is saying, I still have a people. God is saying, I still have a remnant. God is saying, I still have people who are hungry for me, who are thirsty for me, who will go out and spread my love and spread my joy, and spread my peace in their community. Ladies and gentlemen, you are needed. You're This army that's, that's in the gathering place is needed for such a time as this to go into our world, our spheres of influence, and bring an encounter with them wherever you shall go. Our people, our friends, our families need the presence, the power of the Holy Spirit. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation this is our mission friends this is the gathering places mission this is our vision our vision is to bring hope and healing empowerment encouragement or to bring love and peace and joy to the community around us to bring a supernatural encounter to everybody that we meet that's our mission it's our goal it's who we are we must become people of revival. We must become people of his presence. 
and we must share our faith in the love of Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for each person that's watching today. Father, I thank you that today, that this message is thought-provoking. That, Father, this message is, 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 uh, opens our eyes to see what's really happening in America. Father, I ask you to give our church and those that are connected to us a greater hunger and a greater thirst for evangelism, for your presence, for revival. Father, I thank you for those that you've sent here, and I thank you for those that are coming. Lord, I ask you to bless each person. I ask you, Father, to to heal hearts and heal minds. And Father, as we close today's service, Lord, I thank you that this message today, as we close that, Lord, this, these, these the statistics that I've shared and the things that I've shared today, Father, let it, let it just be upon our minds and upon our memory. And Father, show us, give us opportunities that we can, we can, we can say that, Father, that you sent someone into our circle and we were able to touch their heart with your presence. Because, Father, that's what all that matters. You sit us, you put us here on this earth to bring change, to bring encounter. Father, we thank you today. Father, I pray for each person watching. Father, I, we thank you that they're healed, they're a blessed people. Father, that their families are blessed, their jobs are blessed. For those that don't have jobs, Lord, send jobs to them today. Send opportunities to them today. Send resource to them today. Father, for those that feel lonely and, and, and loss of hope and despair, Father, wrap your arms around them today. Give them hope. Give them fresh vision. Give them eyes to see and ears to hear what you're doing in this season. Father, give those with no vision, give them vision today. Give them vision for their family, for their business, for their life. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in this nation, what you're doing in our lives and in our church in this community. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. If you need prayer today, you can email us, connect at tgp.church. If you're watching on Facebook, you can send us a direct message or comment below. We love you. We bless you. Um, if you want to give today, there's a graphic on your screen. You can text the word give to 936-261-8142. Thank you for your generosity. We love you. We bless you. Have a good week in the Lord. We'll see you next Sunday right here online, 1030 a.m. We love you. We'll see you soon.